evening. Thank you for coming. Uh, continuing in our discussion of the Hochot Birkat HaPerot. Sorry, I wasn't here last night. So just to pick up, uh, we had been talking about a machloket we had between the Shechan and the Ramah regarding a fruit or a vegetable that's been pulverized. So at what point do we say it retains its bracha of Bori Priya Eitz or Bori Priya Daman? At what point do we say, no, this is something else completely, and it gets a new bracha, that of Shakol. So the Shechan seems to say that it doesn't make a difference how much you beat it up. At the end of the day, it retains its bracha. And the Ramah says that it's entirely possible that's the case, but he notes a different opinion that says that, no, if it gets to the point where, like, nifsad right? it doesn't look anything like this uh, anymore, so then he says, we, or at least according to this opinion that he quotes, we would say the bracha is shakol. At the end of the day, we have two different opinions. One is keep the bracha, one is say shakol. So Mishabura says we should err on the side of caution and just say shakol if it's nifsad sirada pri, if it's really uh, completely unrecognizable. So yesterday in the morning, we asked ourselves, well, how do you determine if it's nifsad sirada pri, if you, it's lost its form? So we brought down two different opinions among more modern day poskim. Rav Shlomo Zalman says, you look, right? Lefi re'ot ha'inayim. Go look. Does this still look like a potato? Does it still look like an apple? Does it still look, right? If uh, people, most people, right again, somewhat subjective, but if, uh, if people for the most part know what this is, so then it retains its bracha. If not, so then you would go by the bracha of shakol. Rav Yashiv argued, and he says, no, it has nothing to do with what it looks like or what people think it looks like. It doesn't make a difference. He says, we look at the process. If it's beaten up to the point where it's completely been broken down, right? So we gave the example, it's pureed into a liquid, or it's, uh, it's uh, reduced to a powder, or something along those lines, or it's really a completely different entity altogether, so then the bracha would be shakal. Um, if it's not up to that point, right, meaning even though it's cut up very finely, if uh, it's still going to retain its uh, bracha. So we started to mention that there are a bunch of uh, important nafkaminas, right? So the, the example we give is, well, let's say it uh, went through the process, but it still looks like uh, what it used to be. So according to Rav Shalom it still looks like it. It gets its uh, regular bracha. According to Rav Yashiv, if it's been pureed, it doesn't make a difference what it looks like. Uh, the bracha is going to be uh, shakol. And the opposite would be true as well. What if it goes through, what if it doesn't look like it, but it hasn't gone through a process of pureeing it? So according to Rav Shalom it doesn't look like it, so it gets bracha of shakol. According to Rav Yashiv, it didn't go through the process, so it gets its uh, original bracha. Good. So we started teasing yesterday, well, what do we do in a situation where it once looked like X, it has subsequently not looked like X, and now it looks like X again. Right? So the example we gave was like uh, instant mashed potatoes. So you start with a potato, and they do whatever it is that they do to it. They cut it up really good, and then they reduce it to a powder, some natural powder, and then you add water to it, and all of a sudden it looks like potatoes again, right? So here, we sort of have both. If you're a guy who cares about the way it looks, well, there was a point, at least, where it didn't look like potatoes anymore, even though now it does. So do we say that we go by what it looks like now, or do we say that in the middle of the process it went away, so uh, it loses its uh, original bracha? Or do we say uh, not, right? So that you could see it going both ways. So Rosh Hashanah Zalman, who is the, uh, we take, you know, we, take, uh, we go based off of Re'od Ha'inayim, what it looks like. So he goes as far as to say that even if there was a step in between where it would not have looked like the original item, it still retains its bracha. So in our uh, situation of the instant uh, mashed potatoes, even though there was a point where it was a powder, he says still now when you're eating it and it looks like potatoes, it gets the bracha of Bori Priyadama. Now obviously uh, for Rav Yashav, the question doesn't even get started because he says it went through a, a process. I don't care what it looked like then or now or in the middle. It doesn't make 
make a difference to me. I, I'm all about the process. So for him, it's always going to be a shahakal. The Rosh Hashanah would go as far as to say that uh, um, instant mashed potatoes still get the bracha of Bari Priyadama. The other example that we gave that was uh, fascinating that we mentioned yesterday was Pringles. So Pringles also, uh, I don't know the total process exactly how it's done, but basically they break down the potatoes into a powder, then they create some sort of goo, and then they fry the goo, right? And they put it in a shape so it looks like a, a Pringle. So would you argue at that point that it looks like a potato chip? Maybe, but when it was the powder slash goo, it definitely did not look like it. So again, if you're Rav Yeshiva went through a process of curing it, so I don't care, it's always going to be shackle. But if you're Rav Shlomo Zalman, he might go as far as to say, no, even there, but by Pringles, you're going to say the bracha of Priyadama. I mentioned yesterday that I was listening to Rav Sabalevsky, and he was talking about this, and he said that he wanted to make a chiluk. He wanted to make a distinction between the Pringles and the uh, instant mashed potatoes. Because at the end of the day, right, the instant mashed potatoes you don't really know the difference, right? The, the connoisseurs out there, they could say, oh, I know the difference. It looks this way, more fluffy, less fluffy, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, mashed potatoes are mashed potatoes. You don't know what the difference is. So that's why Rosh Hashanah might go as far as to say, still the bracha is going to be bore pradama. But Pringles, they look like a Pringle. They do not look like a potato chip. They don't look like someone sliced a potato and deep fried it and that was it, right? So he says over there, maybe we would argue that even according to Rosh Hashanah, the uh, bracha should still be uh, shakol. So at the end of the day, we said yesterday, uh, it, it seems like more people follow Rosh Hashanah and that we don't look at the process as much. It's more a question of, do I know what this is? Can I recognize it? And then it would retain its bracha as opposed to uh, when I can't recognize it, it would be shakol. But I don't think they go as far as Rosh Hashanah does. And I think most people, I think, uh, uh, say the bracha of shahakal on, um, on Pringles. But then I saw yesterday, uh, I was doing a little more research, that maybe, I have to look this up again, I think Rebelski from the OU said that, no, even Pringles, now everyone knows what it is, even though it's gone through a process and there was a da 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 I think he says that we still say Bari Pradama. So I'll get back to you on the Pringles. Don't eat any Pringles until I get back to you, all right? Question? Right, right, okay, yeah. So, but, right, so how, I mean, in theory, yes, they know what the process is, right? Certainly the guys at the OU, right, they, they've looked into it. But yeah, uh, I agree with you, right? Any product off the shelf, you wouldn't ne- necessarily know. You would have to do that research, yeah.